Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. Welcome to the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. This is the place where you'll find real conversations with real sales leaders about how you can leverage sales technology to get ahead of the pack. Improve your sales numbers by taking advantage of emerging technology before your competitors get there first. They'll share everything from the trends they're seeing in the marketplace to actionable strategies that you can use to make more sales today. So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen. Listen on. Here's your host, Morgan Williams. Welcome to the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Williams, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Jan McCory. Jan is an entrepreneur and the founder of Voltaire, an AI personal assistant which uses data and machine learning to automate your research from thousands of sources, including LinkedIn, Facebook, and Google. The system will automatically generate personalized follow-ups and reopen previous stalled conversations in a charming way. Voltaire will also discover potential prospects based on your client list. Jan is a contributor to Media Post, Ad Age, Entrepreneur, and Forbes. He's an ex-basketball player, and his new mission is to empower 500 brands with advertising and help 100,000 salespeople immensely scale their lead gen, personal brand, and sales. Jan, thanks for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to come here and share some of my knowledge and my experience. Absolutely, absolutely. You have a pretty interesting background. Can you kind of walk us through just some of your personal and uh, professional uh, history and experience? Oh, yeah. Thank you, uh, Morgan, for the compliment. I have, a, I guess, a kind of unique background in the fact that, but not so unique, uh, in the fact that I was born in Africa, Cameroon. I moved here by myself when I was about 15 years old to go to school wow. and play basketball in Louisiana. Even though basketball was my primary focus, and I thought they did okay in it. I was able to get a scholarship at a D1 uh, college, play professionally for a little while. After that, I decided to jump into sales and advertising, and it just has been a journey so far, a very exciting one, I, I must say. Hmm. Very interesting. Have you kind of uh, learned any skills just based on coming over from another country at such a young age and playing sports at the highest level in college and then professionally? Has there been any skills that you kind of brought over that you've seen have been helpful in uh, entrepreneurship and sales? I would guess if I had to pick one, I learned a lot of different skills. Obviously, from sport, uh, you get team, team, the team spirit. But what I want to say, if I had one skill that I can pick, that would may have been resilience. Um, mm. for, for me, entrepreneurship is all about being resilient. But also, um, when you're talking about sports and life, it's just about being good with people, um, being relatable, and also learn how to build report. So those are some of the three top skills that I, I think I have learned. 
and during my entrepreneurship and during my lifestyles and during my life experience so far. <laughs> so absolutely, absolutely. And you know, in your work as a sales director, director of sales, what have you noticed is kind of different about being at the managerial level rather than you know being another rep? And kind of what trends have you noticed in in salespeople and leading sales teams? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, that's a very good point. So for me, I always used to be involved into the whole process, um, from prospecting, talking to clients, and closing the deals. So those are being the manager in sales, um, in an individual contributor is different in that regard. So uh, as a manager, it's all about dealing with the people and. For me, dealing with salespeople has to be different than dealing with anybody else in the organization, right? Most salespeople are basically A plus, have A plus personality, some, some of big. I think you have to have that if you're going to be in a competitive environment like sales. So it's just Absolutely. about dealing uh, and manage different um, views and different personalities and helping, be a helping hand and a servant to your sales team. I think that's the number one uh, job of a director of sales or somebody that manages uh, a sales team is basically helping them uh, accomplish their goal uh, rather than be a roadblock to their success. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about what types of trends you're seeing in the marketplace when it comes to sales and marketing technology. What's really interesting out there that's kind of changing the way we do sales as B2B sales professionals. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of things happening in the marketplace right now, from AI, from machine learning, to scaling, sales at scale, to account-based selling, right? Um, back in the days when I first started in sales, I had to pick up the phone and call people to write an individual email to each person that I was going to reach out to. Obviously, technology changed a lot of that, and just in the recent two years or, or three years, the past two years or three years, where you can do outbound or inbound at scale now. So there's a lot of system automation that, that, that are in place right now. Um, there's a lot of cool ones. Uh, if you get a chance, you can also check uh, Automated, uh, where the, the, uh, one of my friends in Chicago as well creating a platform where you can d- d- find different automation, how to automate your sales process. Uh, so there's a lot of automation going around. Um, obviously, us, we're focusing on AI and account-based selling, which has been used for the past two years. And the way you're doing sales change, uh, the prospect and your client being bombarded by different urban outreach, uh, you have to find a different way to stand out from the crowd. So that's what we're basically focusing on. We decide to take that trend in and kind of tackle some of the issues that's happening right now in the space. Hmm. You mentioned a lot of good points there. I want to start with account-based sales. This is something that is kind of really take has really taken hold of the sales landscape over the past couple of years and has really grown in popularity. You know, of course, we had the traditional outbound um, cold call, smile and dial approach, which you know still works now, um, although it's not as effective as it used to be. And there are tools that can help. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of where we came from. And then you had the inbound revolution with companies like HubSpot focusing on attracting prospects rather than kind of going after prospects. And now we're kind of moving towards 
an iteration of inbound um, account-based selling. Can you kind of just give a breakdown on account-based sales, account-based marketing, and kind of the advantages it has over traditional outbound sales? Yeah, absolutely. So account-based selling is basically personalized and every and any interaction you might have with the prospect or customers. Um, so that's basically mm. it. But how do you personalize that? That will be the process. So everybody may have a different process based on your company, your goal, your budget, or different things. But there's different ways to go about account-based selling. So instead of sending a blank or a blind email or make a blind phone call to a customer, you may have done some research, understanding what who they are, uh, what some of the pain points they're trying to solve, how you can be helpful, and all your experiences, um, increasing the experience, the, uh, the customer experience or selling experience around that one account or that one prospect. So there's different ways and example that I can share the way I have done in the past where I have some success. It's basically personalized the whole approach and trying to change, how we call it in sales, is basically trying to break the patterns that the prospect had with previous interaction with other salespeople. So that's basically what account-based selling is. Uh, but I can go into more detailed example if you want me to. Yeah, sure. Example, example would be great. Yeah, absolutely. What I have done, is, uh, at least in my past company, is basically trying to do some personal research on on the prospect and also some company and company research on the company as well. So I've done personal on the prospect and company uh, and company as well. So I kind of find different. I used to kind of find different triggers uh, where I could stand out and offer a different experience than everybody does. I work in ad sales, so use the prospect. The the process would go from somebody making a phone call or sending an email. But I think ad buyers right now have been, um, phone call has been kind of frowned upon <laughs> all the yeah. sellers now. So most of the sellers are also in a millennial age or, or have, I hate to use the term millennial, but in the age gap where they're more tech driven. So they don't want to have a phone, a phone next to their desktop. And most of the time they're not even connected anymore. So the passage mm. are usually like, send a cold email, follow up to that, <laughs> then maybe make a phone call and uh, and whatever, and maybe the lead dies, right? right? So the way we did, I did, it was maybe a little different. So what we usually, I usually did, I'm trying to figure out what the prospect like. Maybe they're working on a new venture. Maybe they're working, um, they might be a foodie or they might have some quotes about leadership. So if they have a quote about leadership, I might say, okay, what kind of book can I send him first? So my first mm. um, touch point might be a book. Hey, and I send a book to him. It don't have to be expensive. It can be a $10 book or a $9 book on Amazon and send it to him. Then my follow will be email. Hey, hey, Morgan, have you received the book? Then people might we answer because they will get the book and understand, okay, why is a random peop, a person send the book? So I'll follow up with the email and start with the conversation that way instead of knocking mm. on the door and sending different emails, the same emails that a thousand people sending them <laughs> and they don't care about. Um, yep. So that's what account based selling for me is. It is is basically breaking the pattern. And that's some of the things that we, we're doing with, with AI and also with, with my company, Voltaire AI. Hmm. So 
breaking the pattern allows you to stand out and get the attention of the prospect. That prospect you're talking to is getting lots of sales communication from different salespeople all over the place every day. So taking that account-based approach lets you personalize your sales contacts or your sales communications and get their attention and open a conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So you touched on AI and machine learning. Can you talk about just generally what's going on with AI and machine learning in the sales landscape? And then let's touch on Voltaire and kind of what you're doing over at, uh, at that company. Absolutely. I was just in at the Sales Enablement Society in, in Denver, uh, where it came into, in, into place where there has been a lot of questions about AI. And I think one of the most important and almost taboo subject in topic in that subject is basically, is AI going to take away the self job, right? <laughs> so mm. uh, so yep. those are the questions that I get all the time, right? Uh, is AI going to uh, take away the self job? So in 2000, and before the year 2000, everybody thought that we we're going to have flying cars, right? Uh, so, <laughs> so that's the way I see AI right now. So AI is able to do a lot of different things. Um, it's able to accelerate the sales process. It's able to basically help the salespeople do their job a little faster and also helping them focus on one task and eliminate some of the errors, some of the human errors. So basically, that's what I see, also I see the implementation of AI. So AI is not in, at the point where it would take the sales job uh, because sales is very, very personal. There's a lot of things that you can automate, but the one-on-one -on -one relationship, you will never be able to automate it. People want to have conversation with real people. People want to talk to real people. So AI is just yep. a helping hand, basically, for sales team and sales people. So I know there's a lot of products out there where they say they're going to automate the whole process and do everything for you. But what I have seen for a lot of feedback that I get from sales leaders is that it actually diminished the, term, the return that they have been getting from one-on-one -on -one interaction. So even though the AI can automate a lot of things, doesn't mean that it should automate everything. So um, I think sales leaders have to take that in account and kind of figure out a way to humanize some of the sales process uh, in a way that will be also compelling to the audience. Mm, very interesting. Uh, I heard a lot about that too, how AI is going to kill a lot of sales jobs and hear about the <laughs> industries that yeah. um, you know, AI is apparently going to wipe out. And you're right. There's, you know, we're very, very far away from an, a full AI salesperson. And really, it's not even an AI salesperson. You know, it doesn't look like a computer program that can just go out, build relationships, make a sale. It's more about automating some of the more mundane tasks or repetitive mm -hmm. parts of the sales process where, you know, you don't need an intelligent, creative thinker or strategic ability. It's just kind of that, those kind of boring tasks that we, you know, have to do each day. So, yeah, you touched on, you know, how high-level strategic thinking and relationship building is here to stay. What are some things that AI is going to help people do or the value it can provide within the sales process? Absolutely. So, I'm just going to go back and revert what we're doing now about that. I think that will give a, a good perspective of what AI is able to do. 
obviously, before creating the product, you have to analyze what's in the market and what's missing. So basically, um, Voltaire was created basically to fix some of the issues that we were having personally as a company and some sales people were also having. AI can do and can automate some of the things that might have taken 20 minutes back in the day. So sales research, uh, understand who your prospect is, uh, understand what they care about, what they like and what they don't like. So, um, so, so like data enrichment um, tools. But then what do you do with that data? You can also use AI for that. So for example, uh, Morgan, we're both in Chicago, right? So let's say I was a salesperson selling you a new tool. And let's say we were, that was the week of St. Patrick's Day, right, in Chicago. So instead of me coming in the blank to say, hey, Morgan, I think I have this awesome tool that you, you should definitely try out because it helps you multiply your sales and you'll be a millionaire because you kill <laughs> your quota in one month, right? Uh, yeah. So um, you get those all the time, I bet. Instead of that, if I came with a different approach and say, hey, uh, Morgan, how's the water from your view? Because obviously everybody knows that during St. Patrick's Day, the water turns green, right? So um, mm, then yeah. again, from you, it comes out like, whoa, that's different. He done his research, right? Uh, he, yeah. uh, that's kind of interesting. Then he comes back and say, hey, I saw that you wrote this article, you, you, um, you comment on this post about this and that. Is there anything that we can help? Or it's just about personalizing the whole process. But beyond that also is that salespeople are all humans, right? And humans, yeah. just like me, just like you, just like everyone, we make mistakes based on the way we wake up in the morning or different things that happen throughout the day. I know I did when I was in sales. So I was sending, for example, you send 20 emails, 30 emails, you don't get any response. Then in your mind, you start thinking, what am I doing wrong? I must change <laughs> this. I must change that. <laughs> I'm starting to be very aggressive on the email, right? So yeah. at some point, you need somebody to kind of guide you, tell you, hey, this email is a little too aggressive. It might be a little too long. Or you don't have the right call to action. Or the call to action that you use for the past email got uh, 50% response and things like that. So you need to uh, some type of coaching to keep you sane and keep you in the right path. So basically, some of the things that we're doing with, with Voltaire and some of the things that AI can actually help at this time. Wow. And those are two big pain points, I know, for sure. You know, of course, you know, logically, more personalization is going to equal a greater response. For any study you've seen, any marketing statistics, sales statistics is going to show that. But the problem is it takes time to research people and it takes time to craft really good emails, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. the problem is, you know, that time really adds up when you are, you know, trying to send a high volume of emails a day and, you know, fitting in everything else you have to do. So this tool essentially kind of scours the internet and kind of brings information to you that you can use, correct? Yes, correct. And it also goes in that. So not only is got all the information taken, but actually it gives you recommendations and suggestions, just like you will be using mm. uh, Grammarly. So as you say, oh, yeah. it will give you some recommendations and you're able to just 
click the plus button and add it into your email. The same experience that you have on Grammarly, you have that as well, are uh, using Voltaire. So before you even think about, hey, where is it located? It will tell you, hey, since you're starting your email, you might want to um, notify that, hey, Jan is actually in Chicago. And you plug in a media mesh. And in a way, that's already compelling. Um, so it'd be basically your copywriter uh, every time you write the email, your copywriter assistant every time you write the email, just like Grammarly does. But instead of focusing on grammar, it's focusing on insight and what we call about their goodies. So basically, that's what it does. Along with that, it also provides some coaching. So you get some insight of what you have done during the day. It tells you, hey, you have 20 response. You have five positive one and 10 negative one. And it also gives you some area of improvement. So, and also show you your top 10 CM call to action, CTAs, uh, your top 10 emails that day. So it basically kind of help you uh, be more focused and be more efficient and also send you reminders. So let's say you have a client or a prospect that have a birthday or that just had a promotion or they're just hiring. Uh, Voltaire would tell you, hey, it might be a good time to tell, uh, wish Catchy a uh, happy birthday and things like that, or tell her congratulations on her new promotion. So the app do a lot of different things. Uh, the software do a lot of different things, but we like to focus on, uh, on account-based selling. Yeah, no, that's huge. That's huge. And I see you have some, you, I see on the website you've got some integrations. This, you know, because as, as salespeople, there's always a few different tools in our toolbox we're using. So this works with uh, SimpleFix and several major uh, CRMs. It works with Salesforce and Pipedrive and then Gmail or Outlook. Probably 90 to 95% of people are using one of those two. So it's kind yeah. of, um, it works directly with those then. Um, I see you got a Zapier integration as well. Yeah, absolutely. We have a Zapier integration. Uh, we have a Salesforce and Pipedrive and other different things. Basically, we're going to kind of integrate with many applications and software, CRM or email platform providers so people will be more comfortable well, and be more comfortable using the software and Voltaire where they already are. Hmm. Awesome. And where can people give this software a, a test run? How can people get more information on it or kind of get plugged in and, and give it a go? Absolutely. So the software is in beta right now. Uh, we have about 10 companies in beta. All you have to do is go to Voltaire.ai, and in there you can just uh, register, and we make sure to push anyone in the next beta or launch. Um, our official launch will be in about four to six weeks now, give and take. And after that, it will be open to the whole public. But right now, we're only taking beta testers. Okay. Okay. And just for reference, um, depending on when people are listening, four to six weeks from now, it should be around mid to late November 2018. It's uh, the first week of October right now. Okay. Awesome. Well, Jan, where can people get in touch with you if they have questions just about you or about Voltaire or they just kind of want to get in touch with the founder, the, the guy behind Voltaire. So everybody can find him LinkedIn or not the easiest way. Or you, you can send an email to Jan at Voltaire.ai. But also my LinkedIn is, I'm always on LinkedIn. So it's the easiest platform to reach out to me. So it'll be Jan, Y-A-N, 
Mokuri, M-O-U-K-O-U-R-Y. I have a pretty unique name, so I should be easy to find. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I feel lucky to be able to be part of your podcast, and hopefully I gave some insight to some of your listeners. Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you very much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. If you love what you heard, be sure to head back to morgandwilliams.com and go over to the podcast page for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go, hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on the next value-packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your week and make sure to take action.